sweet smell of pie in the morning. That's what wakes us up here at the podcast. The sweet, sweet smell of pie, huh? Imagine you woke up every morning to some panafi pie. That's today's theme of the podcast. Banafi pie. Welcome to the podcast. Random podcast with me, Marquez. What are we at? Oh, dear Jesus. Let me put down my Banafi pie. Put on my glasses and check the number. It's 165. Can you fucking believe it? I literally cannot believe it. Literally, my head just fell off. <laughs> literally. Literally, I died. Literally, I'm now dead. Literally, I'm in a casket. All because of the Banafi pie. Blew my mind. It's 165 to 17th of July 2020. In the middle of the what the fuck is going on with everything. Um, it's a good time. You know, it's a good time to be like what the fuck is going on. But it's a better time to be eating some Banafi pie. Oh, the sweet taste of Banafi. You like bananas? You like some toffee? Put them together. Bit of cream. Bit of a crust. You got a Banafi. <laughs> who came up with banafi i don't know but my mom used to make it all the time especially around christmas we'd have banafi and i'd eat a whole banafi myself <laughs> what kind of word is banafi you fucking psychos what are you calling your cake the banafi <laughs> and that's we, we like to hit the tough subjects here i just wrote down that's the name of the podcast perhaps the banafi because i black out i black out after these podcasts i'm like what did i speak about oh yeah there's no rhyme or reason no logic no googling it's a real shame people have told me why is there no structure and i'll say go fuck yourself huh there's your structure to go fuck yourself take a structured item go into a structured room a room with four walls there's the structure and you take that item and you insert it into you don't don't enjoy it it's not a pleasurable go fuck yourself don't if i tell you ever go fuck yourself do not go home and masturbate and have a nice orgasm that's not the point i was coming across with i did not want that when i said go fuck yourself we got in a big argument and i said go fuck yourself and you went home and he said okay and you masturbated in a lovely way you put on some candles you put on some i bought a new candle the other day and it smells good what f- what flavor is it it is um vanilla <laughs> that took me too long to smell it and not know the flavor at least here that's the COVID test we just tested negative for COVID live on air can you believe that i was able to smell it let's see if i can taste the candle can I taste it? Uh, yuck. Yep. Yeah. Just taste the candle live on air. You know, this is what we do for entertainment in the time of need. The time of our Lord. The time of the Banafi. What do we do? You go around and you're scared. Do I have the COVID? Do I have the Corona? I've been wearing a mask, but sometimes I didn't wear a mask, but I was indoors. Can you catch it indoors? Can you give it to yourself? <laughs> Can I give, if I wipe my ass and then use the same hand to blow my nose two days later after 14 showers, is there residue of COVID from the anus <laughs> to the nasal passage? That is a question that we've all Googled. There's no one out there that hasn't Googled that. And if you claim you have, you're lying. You're lying to us. You're lying to the public. Don't. Don't be a politician. Be, be a man of the people. Or be a woman of the people. Depending what you are. Tasting the candle. So yeah, we're good to go. The, there's no COVID up in here. It's just sluggish. Do you ever, I've been waking up tired. Beyond tired. I've been trying to do this podcast for an hour. I've been sitting here. It's been like, come on. Come on, brain. Wake up. What wakes my brains up? My brain's up. Can't speak, you know, but that's not the point of the podcast. No one cares if you can speak. No one cares if there's structure. You're listening to this in your bed. You've no doubt you've shot up some some heroin. You've shooted up some heroin. And now you're lying back in a bliss, a state of bliss, a puddle of joy, an absolute euphoric pint of piss just spread over your bed. 
and you're delighted with life but you said no you you've prepared you've prepared for the joy the high of the heroin and now you were like i need something to level me out <laughs> is heroin an upper or down it's an upper if it's a high isn't it and that's what you took you took the upper and you said i need a downer that's the equivalent of aural heroin <laughs> who doesn't like aural heroin the equivalent actually a downer you need some and then you put on the podcast you know and you need you need that you need something to ground you you need to keep your, your feet in the muck you need to keep a level head that's what you need when you're doing heroin you need to be sensible that's the one bit of advice i'll give my future children i'm gonna say you know if you do go out there and do heroin just be sensible about it. You gotta be sensible about doing heroin. That's what my parents and my grandparents and my great grandparents and my great great grandparents have told me before. If you're gonna do heroin, be sensible about it. You know, you you just it's like having a cup of tea. You don't want to go wild. You don't want to be putting fucking honey and salt in it like some Americans. What else can I put into this lovely cup of tea? It's just tea. Don't go wild. Be sensible. That's the same advice I'll give you if you're going to do heroin. And when's a better time to do heroin than in the middle of a pandemic? <laughs> when's a better time to try MDMA or to snort some mushrooms than in the middle of a pandemic? And then if you die, and I don't, uh, I hope you don't die. I hope you don't take my advice because this is not a, an advisory board uh, committee meeting podcast. This is the mafia of the podcasts. It's not sensible. It's not like heroin. It's it's wild. It's like salt and tea. Nobody asked for it, but you put it in. Now you're putting pepper in. Now you're taking a drink. Now you don't like tea. Now you're in my apartment and there's a cup of tea in front of you and I use the valuable Irish tea bag and you're not even going to fucking drink it. And I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted that my lack of judgment brought you here made you a cup of tea and you said i've never tried tea before and you said okay, what else can i put in it and you put fucking salt in the tea Are you happy you fucking cunt <laughs> you tea cunt don't be a tea cunt don't be a, 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 a irresponsible heroin user that's all we ask on the podcast we don't ask for much you know we don't ask for patreon we don't ask for donations we just want you if you're going to use heroin just be sensible that's all we ask for and that's that's not too much to ask now you know if you go out there it's just one more thing you got to do you got to buy the needle you got to buy some tin foil and you just got to have your old sensible cap on put a cap on <laughs> put a fucking cap on people like to say no cap we like to wear a cap over at this podcast we like to be sensible and wearing the sensible podcast cap and that's how you know that you're uh, you're living a good life you're living the good life i'm gonna make merchandise and it'll just say heroin heroin cap <laughs> and if everyone asks just say this is the cap i wear to be sensible uh, while doing heroin it's not much more i can do for the c community i i've put it out there that's my pdsa pp as they say my psa my pda my 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 p p u a what's that what's a p u a again don't know we can't google it so i'm going to pretend it stands for penis urinary affliction and nobody wants a penis urinary affliction it's very sore uh my cousin had one one time and he told me he almost died from a pua and you know there's no point dying from a pua he had sex with a with a dirty bed he hadn't washed his sheets in weeks. And you know, that's how you get a PUA. And you can pick it up anywhere. You don't want to be dying in the middle of a pandemic from a PUA. So make sure you put on your heroin cap and you keep it sensible. Keep it sensible now this weekend. It's a Friday. You got to make sure you don't do anything stupid. Keep the head down or the head up, depending on what you're doing. If you're playing golf, keep the head down. If you're, if you're depressed, keep the head up. It's all about the situation. Are you going to keep it down or keep it up? That's what I ask. That's what women ask me when I have sex. Are you going to keep it down or is it, is it going to actually get up? And I'll, I'll say, you're putting too much pressure on me now, Sandra. Sandra, stop asking. I don't know how this works. I don't know how this works. I don't know. It'll, it'll happen. <laughs> it'll happen. And then my wife, Sandra, will say, but 
it, it, it goes up when you see naked men, but it goes down when you see me naked. What's that meant to mean? And I'd say, Sandra, this is a confusing world, and no one knows what's happening. I remember I used to do that joke on stage. I'd be like, what was it? it was such a dumb joke. I can't, I can't remember any of my jokes now, which is superb. Because I, I haven't done stand-up in April, May, June. Four months. Happy days. Happy days. Oh, yeah, it's been over four months. Well, that's great. That's super, you know. There's the life purpose gone out the window, out the door, all out part of cash. You know, you're just, you're working 10 years and something. And then you stop and it's over. And you're like, okay, then my purpose is over. And then you wake up and maybe that's why you wake up and you're very tired. You're tired for hours upon end. Hours and hours. You see, it's so dumb. It's like a hangover. I'll be like, all right, what'll cure the hangover? It's always working out, sweating, sweating like a whore, sweating and texting people. Did I do anything stupid? And they'll say, no. I say, oh, thank God. It was just a dream. It was just a dream. I thought I had sex with a dirty bed and picked up a PUA, but I didn't. They'll say, no, you're good. You're good to go. And I'll say, oh, thank God. The shame. The shame is coming over me. And they'll say, who's Seamus? And I'll say, he's a man that embarrassed the entire country of Ireland Seamus because he shamed us all and that's what you do when a joke is confusing you you spell it out to the audience and in this case you're the audience so I'm spelling out these bad jokes and that's how you know I haven't done stand up in four months because uh, I feel like you're now a dumb audience <laughs> I feel like I'm now talking to dumb people I haven't given you any credit for being a smart audience I just feel now you're dumb if you're listening to this, I hope you know deep down, deep down in your heart, I think you're dumb. <laughs> is that bad? Yes, because the real dumb person here is me. Why? Because now I've lost all my sponsors. I've lost the whole audience. I've lost you all by calling you all dumb. And they'll say, they'll be so gleefully happy. The glee that will come over ye. I feel like glee should be used for a different word. It's kind of a good word, but it's not used enough these days. The glee of it all. I gleed. I had sex. Did you glee? No, I never gleed. I couldn't glee. Why? I don't know. I was just too drunk to glee. Did she glee? Nah, she didn't. I asked her. I said, did you glee? She said, no, you tried. I didn't glee, though. That would be a good word. I'm not a fan of the word come. <laughs> not a fan really it's very it's very abrupt but glee i could get on board with glee i could say glee gleefully out there in the world be like ah oh, did you glee last night oh, i gleed everywhere jesus i gleed all over the wall <laughs> remember that story that i put a glean on the wall jesus what a glee top 10 glees i've ever i've ever had the the pleasure of hearing about and you know me i enjoy a good glee story i gleefully hear i gleefully listen i gleefully get involved um you know the maybe i should take a a, a word of advice and apply some structure to this absolute rambling ball of fucking gibberish mess but no couldn't do it i wouldn't allow it no reason to rhyme in the real world so why should there be reason to rhyme in this world i was in traffic the other day i was driving home a long sunset and i could see two women in wheelchairs i don't even think they were like um they didn't like need them for they were just fat that's why they look very fat i think that's why they were using the wheelchairs they were arguing on the footpath the pavement, the sidewalk, whatever fucking country you're listening in. Um, they were just arguing and flapping their big big wings around the place. And then they were getting angry. And I was sat in traffic staring at them, just being like, what's going to happen now? And then they just, like, drove into each other head first. <laughs> and they just kept driving. <laughs> and then they reversed and drove again. They were like two rams. They were like just two obese rams. Um, 
and then the car behind me beeped the horn and I had to drive on. I had to drive away and you know I didn't see how it ended and that's that's life. There was no rhyme or reason to it. It was just a snippet. And that's what we try to do in this podcast. We give you a snippet of gibberish and then we move on and you're like, but what happened? And I'll just say, look, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know why these two women in wheelchairs who have diabetes and were too fat to walk. I don't know why the fuck they were arguing or drove into each other. If they did, I would be happy to tell you. That's annoying too. I'll post something like that online just to let you into the dumbness of it all. And inevitably, without doubt, zero chance of it not happening. Some guy will be like, why were they arguing? Then what happened after that? And then who did you know these people? <laughs> and you're like, I just fucking tweeted it. Can you not ask me for an essay? Would you like a blog about a snippet of fucking something I saw? You fucking ignorant cunt. <laughs> you fucking devoid of a personality human being. Can you not just take it as it is <coughs> can you not ask inane questions it's insane how many people are fucking inane um it's unbelievable if you're on the internet you're just gonna go fucking i'm inane here's another inane question insta twitter instagram so inane the inane questions i get there's some guy just writing me about a field as we speak on instagram and I, I let him know that I've read it because I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is this? In and he's like, you read my message. This is a great day for the internet. You can take the boy from the field, but you can't take the field from the muck. I don't know what the fuck he's saying. <laughs> I'm like, I hope you're drunk. I hope you're on heroin. I hope you're wearing your heroin cap, but I don't know what the fuck you're asking me just like this podcast what are we talking about for fucking almost 20 minutes in and we've yet to make a point and i suppose that's the point of it all at the moment there's no point to life you wake up you're tired you sit down you stare at the wall and you um you read your horoscope <laughs> imagine reading your horoscope now and being like oh yeah that makes sense yeah they knew this was coming i was reading a thing the other day I thought it was my horoscope, but it was like a list of uh, toxic traits and people. And I was reading through it, and I was just like, oh, yeah, this is a, oh, this is a good horoscope. Oh, yeah, they're nailing me. They're really, <laughs> they're really getting me. They're, oh, yeah, my body was like, that's toxic traits. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's me. That's me. Let me see if I can find it. I'll read it out. Hold your horses now, people. Hold the fucking, hold the front door. Well, the good news is I couldn't find it. So, you know, you thought, you were like, okay, we hung in there for 18 minutes. It's finally going to have an upturn. It's finally going to be some delight. And um, I failed. I failed at the toxic traits list. Can't Google it now. So we're just going to have to move on and be like, I saw people online were freaking out to, uh, this week. Because their NASA said the star signs are different, and now there's new star signs, and people are freaking out because they've lost their sense of identity. And I can appreciate that because stand up is over, so my identity is gone. But to lose your identity over being a fucking Taurus or a Leo or a Gemini is a is a bit stupid <laughs> and people will get upset they'll be like no but you don't understand there's they mean something here's how i whenever someone asks me my sign i give them the middle finger and if they don't laugh i'll know that we're not compatible i know it's not going to work and i'll leave i'll walk away from this shitty zoom date i'll press hang up i'll say hang on a second now let me see how to click out of this zoom okay goodbye sandra i gave you a second chance but you fucked up again you fucked up Riley, Sandra. I'm sorry, I didn't make a glee the first time. And I won't make a glee ever again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you like to cuddle. That shows that you're, um, you like to embrace disappointment. I feel that's from now on, if a girl tries to cuddle me after sex, I'm just going to be like, okay, she embraces disappointment. That's a good sign. That's a good sign for a mother. 
you know, you're, you're from now on we're at the point. It's the pandemic. There's no more sex for fun. It's now who's going to be the mother of my disappointing children? <laughs> Who is out there now and going to be the mother of the children that will disappoint us all? And you're going to say, at least I'll have someone to look after me when I'm old and dying. Because isn't that the point to most children? They'll disappoint you. They'll be, they'll be lovely at first. They're like the thought. They're like a good thought. Thought, thought, thought. You're like, oh, that's a nice thought. And then you'll try and write it. That's what it's like writing. You'll be like, that's a, that's a good thought. And then you'll put it down on paper and you're like, ah, huh, this thought isn't as I thought it would be. It seems different in my head. Oh, why is this thought so bad? This is a bad, oh, this thought. And you keep writing to try and fix it. And then you're finished and you're just like, no, oh, this, this is not as, no, this is disappointing. This has let me down. I'll never have another thought again. But then you're foolish and you try again and you'll keep writing. And that's how you end up with five books. Not to brag, not to boast, not to toot me on horn, not to glee me on ponder pipe. But that's what it's like when you write books. You just feel the void getting bigger. The black hole, the black hole sun becomes bigger and bigger. And then you implode. You're an imploding star and you give up. But you have the children to look after you. And that's the plan too with books. You write them. Then they'll take a while. Then they get recognition. And then they'll make you the extra money. And then that's why you use as your uh, life support. Through the last few sad years of your life. When you're living in Palm Springs. In heat you hate. Sweating like a whore. And you're on some meds that will tone you down. You're now Junior Soprano. You're taking meds. That are killing you slowly but surely. If you lost your live to to will, your live of life. You've lost your live. You've lost your spark. You've lost the uh, the need to beat the fuck out of someone. It's over. You're no longer junior soprano. You're now just an old man. But at least you have a couple of books and a bad thought. And where the fuck was I going with that? I don't know. I still haven't woken up. What wakes me up? Um working out, going for a hike, talking to my buddy in New York, having a laugh. <laughs> it's funny, he's still the only guy on the phone that doesn't tire me out. Everyone else, I'll just be like, all right, gotta go. People in LA will just FaceTime you, and you're like, what's up? They'll be like, not much. You'll be like, what are we doing? Be like, not much. What are you doing? Be like, why'd you call me? Like, just seeing what you're up to uh, alright not up to much yeah me neither that's why I called you and you're just like getting someone appear behind me and stick a stick a knife in my throat <laughs> is that a possibility is that asking God God if you're real send someone now to strike me down send a woman in a wheelchair to roll over me and while she's rolling over me slip slip a knife in my throat and kill me and then that'll be your new kink. You didn't die, but now you got a new kink. You like being caught in the throat. <laughs> Imagine that was your kink. Another thing that wakes me up are nudes. That sounds creepy, but it's true. If a girl I'm talking to sends me a hot picture, my brain will go, Good morning, Irene. Irene, you woke us up. Good work, Irene. We're now dancing, the brain is awake, the brain will nudge the penis. Now you've got the main two components, the brain and the ponder pipe. You're both dancing, you're both out there in the world. You're walking up, you're in the body, you're like, come on, let's get grooving. We saw we saw the hot body, Jesus, now we're dancing, now we're on the dance floor. And she sent you a nude while she was crying. Oh, oh there's our new kink. <laughs> Imagine the girl said she nude and every time she did she was crying in it. I know as a man, I know as someone who pretends to be a man, that would turn me on. <laughs> because I would ignore the tears and I would just look at the boobs. And that's the joy of being a man. You can, you can focus in on certain things that matter and you would ignore the tears because that's what men do. 
what a dumb podcast. But it's true. I would be like, oh, Jesus, look at that fucking unreal body. They are the hottest boobs I've ever seen. Christ on a stick. And she's like, I'm crying because, and you'd be like, yeah, they're beautiful. Jesus, and your stomach's looking hot. Two for two. Good to go. Oh, yeah, look at those thighs. Oh, better. Oh, Jesus, your boobs look lovely, wet. And she'll be like, ah, yeah, but they're tears because someone, and you'll be like, say no more. They could be wet or dry, but I'm into it. You just ignore the tears. You focus on the good. And that's what we're all about here in this this podcast, the positivity. Girl likes to cuddle you. Pretend she's she likes cuddles. Pretends not that she's like, oh, you're my new disappointment for, for a while now. You're disappointing. And that's good because that means I can mentally dominate you. You've disappointed me in bed. Now I'm going to squeeze the life out of you. Tears of joy. Tears of sorrow on the boobs. Unless she says, these are happy tears. They're happy tears because I got to send you a nude. You ignore them, fellas. There's some great advice. Fuck it, what a great podcast. Unreal. <laughs> Unreal. Just giving you gems. Gems. Are they gems? Doubtful. You're doubtful, really. <coughs> but, you know, y- y- you lie to yourself and that's how you wake up. If someone sent me nudes now, I'd be like, all right, we're waiting. We'll be walking up. Let me check my, uh, let me check my uh, other messages in, on Instagram. It's hilarious when people's first message to you is just a nude. And you're just like, okay. <laughs> Some fucking dope keeps sending me a fucking photos of his testicles. And he's foxy. And, it's, and he's got a beard. And I'm just like, ah, how, when do I block you? At what point do I cut you off? Because this is not working. This isn't doing it. <laughs> I know we're, I know this is the idiots podcast that's what I do like about my buddies that we're, all my friends are absolute idiots if I'm friends with you I hope you know I think you're an absolute idiot <laughs> and that's fair you, you definitely know if you didn't know and we're friends um, then what the fuck how have you been so unaware that I thought you were, didn't know that I thought you were an absolute idiot clown I thought you knew. Now you're an idiot in the bad way. Now you're the bad kind of idiot. Um, so now we can't be friends. You can't FaceTime me anymore. And that's a shame. You know You know me. I like to keep shame for the bedroom. Uh, that's what we do over here. The podcast, we keep shame in the bedroom. And then we take it out into the world. In our heads, you walk around full of shame. Full of shame full of shame you won't take your top off in public why because the shame of it all you won't express feelings and i can't i do you know it's mental to me people who are on their phone in public around people and talking having a conversation it's like where's the shame why don't you go over there where there's no one no one wants to hear this shit what are you talking about even if it's mundane there should still be shame go back to the boudoir that's why I, I don't like orgasms. Not a fan. Overrated. Um, overrated. And uh, you shouldn't be either. First of all, an orgasm signals the end of sex. It's the end of it. It's over. The good thing you were doing. Well, the good thing that you thought you were doing and the girl was lying to you that it was good. That's now over. It's the death of sex. The death. No wonder the French call it the death of sex. Um, so that's one bad orgasms. Jesus, what a waste of time. Who came up with them? It's over. And that's the worst part too. The the came shoots out. You The glee comes out. I'm not calling it come anymore. I'm calling it came. Came's better. People won't know what you're on about. It's a little inside, it's a little inside podcast lingo. Did you came? I camed. Came. I camed. Came, came. But the came shoots out. And uh, the shame shoots in. The shame floods over you like a spider web. And it's like, oh, God. It's the death of sex. 
the the petty mord whatever they call it over there in the french land and um yeah the shame flies in and the shame of uh, you've been just having sex huh that's all you've been thinking about you dirty little fucking runt dirty little dirty boy you're, you're you're meant to be a good catholic boy but now you've been having sex and you you've been wasting your time why did you not fucking have a write a book you could have been writing a book instead you're fucking looking at nudes to wake up that's what you need to wake up now you need some fucking nudes some girl crying in a nude and you'd be like but jesus god i I ignored her tears and i was just looking at the boobs you know because i like to focus on the positive god doesn't they say that in the bible and they say no you dirty little fucking cunt doesn't say that in the bible you're wasting your time with fucking shame and orgasms and sex shame on you shame on you shameless you're the fucking disgrace to the world and then you start crying and now you've just came and you're crying with this poor woman in the bed and she's like why are you crying and i'll say because jesus said no and she'll like what why is this an irish thing and i'll say it is it's a lovely irish and she'll say why did you sweat so much during sex and you'll be like I don't know, that's more shame now that I kept sweating. I couldn't stop sweating. <laughs> Sweaty boy. That time I was in Boston, I was having sex with a girl from Japan and she had the heating turned up to a, to a place where if it was hell, that would have been the hell heat. It was insane. And then I had a big rug and a blanket and I couldn't stop sweating. And I couldn't stop sweating. And I don't think you realized how much I couldn't stop sweating. Did you ever go blind from sweat or on sex? You can't see. You're like, where am I? <laughs> is this fun? Is this, is this what we were... Is this, is this life? Is this what's meant to wake me up? Can't see. Tears are coming out of my eyes. And that's like the women uh, crying in their nudes. I was crying tears of sweat and tears of pain and tears of confusion. And she kept saying, you sweaty boy, you sweaty boy, why are you sweaty boy? And I was laughing and I said, I can't see. And then she took a pillow and she dabbed my face with the pillow. She kind of smothered me a bit. And um, that's when I became sweaty boy. Couldn't stop sweating. Worse than I was living in Hong Kong before. And the sweat, the humidity over there was unbelievable. Insane. More insane than your inane questions. It was fucking insane. Couldn't stop sweating. I'd go out to a restaurant and I'd just sit there. And some places they wouldn't. They'd be like, oh, let's go to this little Indian restaurant. It's a quaint little place in the corner. And they had fucking fans, no AC. And I'm sitting there, sitting there, sitting there sweating just sitting on the dock it was literally on the bay too so it was literally sitting on the dock of a bay um sweating sweating and crying and wore a blue t-shirt at an indian restaurant in hong kong with no ac and let me tell you now not a good call sweating through it drank a warm beer also not a good call because you know you're dehydrated you're drinking warm beer do they not fucking own a fridge there? What was happening? What was going on? Drinking a warm beer, sitting and sweating on the dock of a bay. That's when, you know, the, the body terrorism happens. The diarrhea comes forth and you, you have to excuse yourself to the bathroom. And you're in the bathroom for almost an hour. <laughs> and then you come back after the fucking the trolls of life. You, you saw death in the face and you dance with the devil. And you fucking beat the fucker just about he beat you though in the long term in the long run he won but on that night you know you beat the devil and you wipe yourself down with your fucking blue t-shirt that's now going to be ruined for life because that's the sweat the devil sweat and you went back to the table and they finished eating and they were trying to be polite and they said is everything okay and you said it's fucking superb (laughs) everything is superb huh (laughs) <laughs> that's such a great lie how was everything oh fuck it everything is superb <laughs> how you that was that was the quarantine ah fuck it everything's superb you know just fucking great time you know i wake up <laughs> everything is superb I, st- I wake up and people are still calling me a pedophile online <laughs> You're just like, what? People think I'm part of a paedophile ring. 
<laughs> they're like, we know you did this in 2011. I'm like, I, I wasn't here in LA. You're a fucking pedophile. Fuck you, you fucking pedophile. <laughs> you're like, I wouldn't say it or people. It's mind blowing. I fucking, I saw you eating a fucking ice cream on fucking Sunset Boulevard. That means you're a fucking pedophile. You're like, what? I've got a buddy who's very, he's very famous. So he keeps getting dragged into these like fucking conspiracy theories online. It's so stupid. It's fucking mind blowing. But apparently there's one where like big celebrities are being forced to stay at home by the government. I don't know who the fuck it's meant to be by. And they're forced to wear ankle bracelets and they can't leave the house or the ankle bracelet will go off. And <laughs> he gets, if you're, basically if you're famous enough, you're part of this fucking ring. And he keeps getting messages off people. Be like, we know you're part of the ring. We know you got the ankle bracelet on. And he said eventually he just snapped and he just fucking showed a guy a picture of his, <laughs> his ankles. <laughs> and the guy was just like, oh, <laughs> okay, all right. You know, I, you know I'm wrong. <laughs> it's like these fucking people online, people on Reddit. You go on Reddit and you're like, how can I be the worst possible human being in the world? What can I do? Ah, uh, let's just accuse everyone of being a fucking pedophile. Fucking idiots, Jesus! But you know, if anyone asks, how's everything? Ah, uh, everything is superb. I think everything is superb is my new go-to. When ah, uh, I'm gonna snap. <laughs> going to snap <laughs> like this week my nose i think my nose i think i got concussion and i've broken nose this week but you know everything is superb so keep the head up in my building you can take the elevator or else you can just take the stairs and i was taking the stairs and like some guy fucking barged out as i was opening the door he barged out like a fucking idiot and he smacked the door into my face and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And he kept going. And I was like, fuck me. And then I saw, I was like bleeding. I was like, you dirty whore. But he was gone. I was talking to myself. And in a way, I was right. Still a dirty whore. Blood pissing out. I thought it was coming from my nose, but then it was coming from the bridge of my nose. It cut right open. Um, <coughs> I just went home. And I was like, ah, it was just a lot of blood. I cleaned it up. And then I forgot about it. And then I was in my kitchen. Oh, no, in my fucking, in the bathroom. And, like, the fucking cabinet door, whatever it's called, was open. And I was, I, oh, I know why. I was dazed. I wasn't even thinking about it. And I just kind of fucking stood up. And I had swung open and I hit my nose again. And I'm like, oh, the pain. The pain made me buckle. Imagine having a broken nose. I think it's broken anyway. I broke it before playing soccer. I think it's the same feeling. Um, at least it's, I've been paranoid all week. I've been like, is it straight? Is it straight? Or is it, is my nose a bit homosexual now? Is it homosexual now? I'll just be asking strangers on the streets. Does my nose look straight or is it homosexual now? Do I have a homosexual nose? Or is it straight? I don't mind either way. I just want to know which one it is so I can, you know, live with it. Um, is it a straight nose or is it a homosexual nose? Can you help me out and let me know? These The women are like, we're just trying to fight each other in our wheelchairs. Can you leave us in peace, you fucking nutjob? I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. My bad. My bad there. You know, I like my nose. I was just trying to figure out. I remember when I was young, I was like, I don't like my nose. And now you're just like, what are you doing? Why did we beat the fuck out of ourselves mentally? But this woman who's a stylist is telling me recently, she's like, oh, yeah, you got the perfect body to try on clothes. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. I don't. It's the wrong body and it never look good. And she's like, shut the fuck up. I'm a professional stylist for years. You have the body to try on clothes. And I'll say, really? So I've just been telling myself all these years that I haven't. That's it. I've just been fucking telling myself I'm a piece of shit for no reason sound good work brain i was like do you ever look back at old photos i look back from a photo from six months ago that i hated and i'd be like oh i actually look good there 
Oh, that was a good photo. Was, and I hated it at the time. Why? Because you mentally batter yourself, you dirty whore. But anyway, yeah, my nose is fucked all week. But if anyone asks, <laughs> everything is superb. You know, people call you a pedophile online nonstop. Correct. But everything is superb. But it's all a mental... What is it? Mental fucking... Yeah, mental dancing. If you're out there and you're battering yourself mentally, just be nice to yourself, you know? Batter me instead. Hit me up. Call me a pedophile. I'll laugh about it. And I'll, it'll be one more droplet on my head. One more droplet to drive me insane. But if it keeps you from doing anything stupid, work work it out. Work it out. Call me a pedophile in the DMs. I'll block you. <laughs> I'll block you with glee. Because you're a fucking idiot. I hope you know that deep down. But still, if you need an outlet, work away. You know, I'm here. I beat myself up enough, so you might as well join the plan. It's like life. It's like playing golf. I'm playing golf this week again. My buddy Leo, you want to play golf? I'll be like, yeah. He's like, let's go play golf. I like golf. I grew up playing golf. I used to be a caddy too when I was young. But fuck me, golf is insane. It's fucking driving mental. You'll have a couple of good shots. You'll be like, I'm the man. You'll have one bad shot. You'll be like, you're a piece of shit. You dirty fucking fuck. You dirty fucking fuck fuck. Why are you being such a fuck fuck? Why are you, why are you looking at nudes? <laughs> crying nudes. I should probably make it clear at this point. I've never seen a girl crying in a nude, nor do I want to. That's not something I'm into. Just in case you feel the need to show me your nudes and you're crying. Don't, please don't. Don't, please, please don't. It'd be great if you took a snippet of this podcast and you post it on Reddit and you'd be like, he is the pedophile. Listen to him. From minute, minute to minute, minute, he talks about pedophilia. This fucker's a pedophile. He was back in Ireland recruiting. He's a groomer. He's grooming. He's recruiting and grooming. He's got his own website, recruitingandgrooming.com. <laughs> These people are so dumb. It's insane. You fuckers. Thomas is bad as golf. We were playing golf yesterday and there was like a five group hold up and you're like, oh, you cunts, you dirty whores. I thought golf was my new purpose in life, but no, I'm back to having no purpose now again. I'm going to go learn how to make banafi. Golf is driving me mental. <laughs> I was caddying one time in Ireland. Oh, this is so dumb. She used to caddy in Ireland. Like it was just Americans, the old head of Kinsale. It was this unreal golf course the south of Ireland and uh, it was all Americans and we realized they would tip us and we used to make up stories so they'd tip us more and you'd be like yeah four of us cycle down from the city and we, we cycle on the same bike though because we can't afford to get a new bike and they'd be like oh my god here's an extra $50 and you'd be like thank you we'll, we'll put it towards the bike a bike costs $2,000 here in Ireland but you know thanks for that 50 and they'd be like oh shit here's another 50 and you'd be like thank you that's when I realized my goal in life is to trick Americans. That's my goal, is to trick Americans. And uh, it's going well. But anyway, <coughs> I had a buddy, and he was able to drive the fucking ball so far. I can't remember exactly. It was insane. Was it with 300 yards be mental? It was insane how far he could drive it. He would fucking hands the size of fucking two. <laughs> he had hands the size of two golf balls is what my brain was about to say the hand the size of two basketballs is probably the right answer but he had huge hands and the fucker could uh, drive the ball miles and he'd show Americans and they'd fucking go mental and they'd throw money at him because they were like that's how they show appreciation that's how they show love in America if you're listening in Ireland you're like we show love in Ireland by you know loving people and not saying it verbally but saying it by our actions in America they show love by just throwing money at people and they throw more and more and more and if love isn't going well they throw more money to make you love them it's a good system I like it I'm into it um so one time I, we were carrying in the same group and he kept fucking booming the ball and my guy I had like two bags and this dude had two bags and eventually I was like you know I can drive it further than him and they were like Shh, prove it and I was like next hole I'll prove it so next hole was coming up and it was the 12th and this hole is unreal it's along the cliff and the, the ocean's to your left and the fucking hole is to your right and you gotta hit it and sometimes there's a big wind coming right to left so you, it's a tough hole a lot of lost balls and uh, 
people fucking love it. It's like the signature hall, I think. Anyway, my plan, it was a grey, cloudy day. And my plan was to fucking take a ball and drive it into a cloud and then just go fucking see that, motherfuckers, and have the confidence to show that I beat the fucker. So I said, all right, I'm going to drive it. It's going to go far. You, you're you going to be impressed. Knowing full well, they wouldn't be able to see it. So we went up to the hole, and there was a group of four waiting in front of us. And I said, I'll wait till they go. And then my buddy who was with was like, knew I was fucking him. And he goes, no, do it. Do it here. And I was like, no, 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 no. Because I didn't want... I knew the people in my group were dumb, but I didn't want other people seeing it. And they'd be like, yeah, that didn't go far at all. And I'd be like, no, this is not part of the plan. And then another group came from behind us. So we were being held up and there's about 12 people there, I think. And one of my golfers was like, here, man, my wife just bought me this fucking driver for the trip to Ireland. It's new, but it's really good. And he whispered in my ear and he said, go fucking drive it. <laughs> and for some dumb reason I believed that I could drive it three or four hundred yards that's what and that's what belief will do Americans will put self-belief into you that's not there there's no rhyme or reason there's no basis for this fucking dumb belief but that's what happened so I put the ball down and I wasn't wearing any gloves and it started to drizzle and the drizzle was kicking in and I got a bit, uh, I was nervous so I started to sweat. Sweaty boy does what a sweaty boy does. I'll sweat in Ireland, I'll sweat in Boston, I'll sweat in LA, I'll sweat in Hong Kong, put me anywhere and I'll sweat. I'll sweat underwater, whatever you need, I'm your man. So I'm sweating and it's raining so the club is wet and I fucking look at the ball i can play golf too but i really needed to bash this fucking ball fair so i swing and i swing and god is with me as i swing <coughs> he's like i got you <coughs> and i swing and i lift my head halfway through the swing and at that point god has said i'm out you're on your own you lifted your head you fucked up and i fucking top the ball the ball goes about a foot and i fucking let go of the club because i was blind <coughs> with strength and fear and i was trying too hard and it slipped out of my hands and it went over the cliff <laughs> and it went really far down the cliff and it went into it was all bushes and brambles and then it was a sheer drop and this is a place where a lot of people would commit suicide off this drop and it went all the way down there and everyone went silent and then people started clapping because they thought it was a magic trick and they said he's got it attached to string he has it attached to string and then the guy who gave me the driver said is it attached to string and i could see the look in his face and i said there's no string <laughs> There's no string, buddy. <laughs> I'm sorry. He goes, what? What are you on about? I was like, I fucked up. <laughs> I panicked. And then me and my buddy panicked because we wanted to get a tip. And he said, we got to find a club. And we ran into the bushes. And we shouldn't have. We, I swear to God, we could have fallen, flew off that cliff. I would never have grown up to be the man I am now looking at nudes, crying nudes. <laughs> but we fucking jumped. The fucking brambles were up to our neck. And we went down looking. And he goes, what's happening, buddy? My guy was still calling me buddy. And I was calling him buddy back because we were both panicking in our own in our own special way. He said, you find it? And I said, no, but everything is superb, you know. Everything is super. We'll get it. Why don't you go back to the clubhouse now and have some banafi? I'll find it. And he said, I'm coming down. I said, please don't, because if you fall off this cliff, I'll be responsible for the death of an American. Could cause a war. I know America likes war, and I couldn't throw money at that war to stop it. Now there's three of us down there, and we were there for about 20 minutes, and eventually we were like, it's gone over the cliff. And he said, really? And I said, I don't know what else to tell you. i got to keep going. <laughs> and me and my buddy left the man alone neck deep on the side of a sheer cliff um in brambles and he looked for the club that his wife gave him and he never found it and uh he never tipped to me and you know i resent him for that i tried my best it wasn't my fault <laughs> fucking but that's 
caddies used to be hilarious. I had another buddy, and if the golfer pissed him off, if we'd be on like the last hole, he'd take out his favorite club and he'd just throw it over the cliff. <laughs> he'd just be like, fuck him. I'd be like, what are you doing? He's like, fuck him. I don't like him. He'd take out a fucking iron. He loved his five iron. <laughs> he'd just fuck it over the cliff. Because then when he got to the last hole, you tell the golfers, we'll take, the, we'll take care of the clubs, don't worry about them, we'll put them in your car. And the dude wouldn't know, he'd be back home. Sometimes it'd be their last course and he'd be back home in America and he'd realize, I don't have my favorite five iron. But that's life, I suppose. You lose your favorite five iron, you plow on, everything is superb. If anyone is asking, everything is superb. How the fuck? Jeez, I blacked out and I came through. I got to go. I got to go take some nudes now. I'm going to sit in front of a mirror in an awkward angle where I'm crouched over. And I got, it's the worst, least flattering angle. And it's going to make me cry. So I'm going to start crying. That's how I get tears for my nudes. In case you're asking, can you stop also sending me any questions, please, online. You know, people will be like, you'll miss me when I, when I stop hitting you up, calling you a pedophile. I won't. I'll block you straight away, and that's grand, you dumb fucks, um, but good listening, you know, we're all dumb, we're all dumb together, I feel like I've, I've called you all idiots and dumb people, but that means you're my friends, um, alright, there's no rhyme or reason, but there we go now, um, that's the podcast, hit me up on Instagram, at the Marquez, Twitter, at Trickadoo, no shows, oh, I'm doing a Zoom show Saturday, if you want to come along, swoop along, Zoom, just boozing, People get naked, it's a fun time, you're having a laugh, just mocking each other. You come meet my friend Leo, Mr. Buttons, we called him, I can't remember why. I think because he sounds like a character in a uh, in a classic novel, who would pay with buttons? How much, for, how much for a loaf of bread? 14 buttons for you, Mr. Buttons. <laughs> Mr. Buttons. So come along. Come along and meet Mr. Buttons. And um, all right, that's it. Goodbye. Good duck. Good duck. And once again, good duck. Goodbye. Good duck. Good duck. Good duck. Good duck. Good duck. Good duck.